Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to Recloseted Radio. In today's episode, we are talking all about emails. And before we dive deep into the nitty gritty stuff when it comes to email marketing strategy, I did want to take a second to just talk about why emails are still relevant and still important for you and your business. Because you might be thinking that no one really reads emails anymore and there's so much spam email going on, so why should you even bother or why should you even spend your time on it? Well, the reason for that is because emails is customer data that you technically own. Whereas if you're on social media platforms like Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or TikTok or Clubhouse, those are all other people's platforms. And because of that, it's, it's kind of like borrowing real estate, if you will, because those companies and those apps could go bust or they could decide to close down or they could decide to really reduce organic reach which Facebook has done over the years, you know, like when you post organically now on Facebook, you don't get the same amount of reach as you used to because they really want you to spend advertising dollars on their platform to be able to reach your own audience. And because Instagram is owned by Facebook, you'll know that every single year or every single quarter now, it seems, or even every month, people talk about the algorithm changing and people not seeing their posts. And because they are owned by the same entity, which is Facebook, you can assume that with Instagram, they kind of want to up the advertising necessity for marketers as well. All of this to say is that Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, if you are building your following and your community and your customers on those platforms, that's great, but you never know because if those platforms ever get shut down, you would have just lost all of your customers. Or if they decide to really decrease their organic reach like Facebook has done and they're kind of starting to do now with Instagram as well, you may have to pay to reach those customers in the future and you may have to pay a lot. Because of that, that's why I always, always, always recommend brands we work with and anyone I talk to to have email data as well so that you protect yourself and you have data that you own and you control And you're not just building your community and your customers on borrowed internet real estate. Now that we have gotten that out of the way and you are hopefully convinced that you need to be doing emails, I'm going to walk through in this episode how you can collect more email addresses. I will also talk about how you can take your Instagram community or your TikTok community or whatever community you've built and how you can transition that into getting their emails. I will also talk about how you can execute when it comes to emails because we don't want to be annoying. We don't want to spam people. So we will talk about how you can create your email strategy. And then I will also end off by talking about some fancy automation sequences that you can set up to make your life easier. In order to grow the amount of email subscribers you have and just get more people on your email list, 
A method to do that is called creating an opt-in. And that's just a marketing industry lingo term in regards to something that people want to get. And so they will opt in to getting it. And in exchange, they will give you their email address. I always tell brands we work with and clients that I do not want you to be giving out a discount code in order to get emails. There's so many brands out there that when you land on their website, they'll say that if you give them their email, they will give you 10% off or a 15% off discount code. And you'll know from previous episodes, if you've listened to other sales recloseted radio podcast episodes, that I will go on a rant about discounting and tell you not to do it because you do not want to be eroding your premium brand equity. What that means is if you are a sustainable fashion brand and likely your material costs are higher and you're paying a fair and living wage and all of this is going on, you have higher costs and because of that, you still need to make a profit So your end revenue or sales price for your garment will be higher than a fast fashion brand. And because of that, you're going to be probably positioning yourself as more of a premium brand. And so if you're constantly discounting left, right, and center, that's a disconnect between the premium brand you're trying to build and your customers are going to get confused. And they're also going to get used to or be conditioned to you always discounting and they'll just wait. They'll never buy anything full price. They'll just wait until the next time you put something on sale or you offer it at 15% off. All this to say, don't use a discount code as your opt-in. Instead, I think there's an opportunity to be creative and think outside the box and think about what would actually be really beneficial to your customers And what would also really foster a lot of brand loyalty and really help you build your community. Some of our clients have done a variety of things, but some of them have done an ebook where they share sustainable fashion or sustainable living tips. We've also had clients do quiz results. So maybe there's a style quiz on their website and then they have to put in their email to get their results. Or you can just think of anything else that's unique. I don't want to give you all the answers here because it also depends on your customer and your community and around what they would really resonate with and what they would find valuable. So take some time to really brainstorm around what kind of opt-in do you think would resonate with your community, get them really excited about it, and be willing to hand you and give you their email address. At the end of the day, people are becoming more and more wary about giving brands or businesses their email addresses. So you really want to make sure that they're getting something really valuable or something they're excited about in return. And that's why the opt-in is really important. Once you have created your opt-in, I now want you to start to promote it left, right, and center. So based on what platform are your biggest ones, you'll want to start talking about it. If Instagram is your biggest platform so far, you'll want to make sure that you have the opt-in link in your bio You also want to make sure you talk about it in your stories or do a few feed posts. And that way you can start to transition your existing Instagram followers and your existing Instagram audience into your email list. And so if Instagram's organic algorithm really just becomes really awful, you can still feel rest assured that at least you still have the emails. And so that's something that you'll want to start to do as soon as you have your opt-in done. 
Another thing that I know people struggle with is just regarding their email strategy. And they're always asking, Selena, what kind of email should I be sending? Or Selena, how often should I be sending it? And at the end of the day, it really, again, comes down to your ideal customer and who you're really helping with your brand. When you think about your email strategy, you want to think about your persona that you're really wanting to help and then think about what topics would resonate with him or her. You don't want to always just be pushing your products in every single email. You may want to have other valuable ads. Because again, we're in the day and age where people get so many emails from brands. So how can you stand out and how can you make yourself different? For example, some of our clients have done some market research with their ideal customers and they've landed on a bi-weekly frequency. So sending out an email every other week because that's what they like the most. And then in terms of their email content strategy, they have it so that They promote their products in every single email, but not in a really in-your-face type of way. It's either through something like involving their subscribers in a 10 by 10 challenge and maybe some of the inspo pictures features their products. Or perhaps they're sending out washing tips and in those photos, it's pictures of their products. And so you always just want to be thinking about how you can engage your customers and set yourself apart and really add value so that your emails are emails that people actually look forward to opening and they actually look forward to reading. Take a second to really think about your email strategy. What are some things you can talk about? What are some content pillars you can talk about? Do you want to raise awareness about slow fashion and potentially make living a conscious lifestyle a little bit easier for your email subscribers by providing tips? If so, then start to really think about what that could look like from an email perspective. There's some brands out there where literally the only emails they send are when they have a sale or they have a new collection drop. And while that's interesting for your subscribers, it's also not emails that your customers are really going to be super overjoyed to get and to receive and they're not going to always look out for that. So again, you want to make sure you add value as much as possible, especially when it comes to emails you're sending out to your customers. Some quick tips on emails as well. You'll want to make sure that you don't have too many images in your emails because if you do that, sometimes Gmail will flag it as spam and or like a promotions email. And then if you have Gmail, you'll know what I'm talking about. But Gmail sometimes has the main inbox and then there's the promotions tab. If you have too many images in your email, then it's going to go into the promotions tab or what I like to call email purgatory. So in order to combat that, you want to try to really limit the amount of images you use. Another tip is to utilize data to figure out what's working and what's not. For every single email that you're sending, you should be looking at the open rate So how many people are opening the email, the click-through rate. So if there's links in the email, how many people are actually clicking those links? And then also you want to monitor your unsubscribe rate. So for emails you're sending out, are people unsubscribing? And if so, you can start to shift your content strategy and really recognize what resonates with the community and what doesn't. And you might be wondering how you can get this data. And so what you'll need to do is likely sign up for an email marketing platform 
And these platforms, there's so many of them, but the beauty of those platforms is that you can schedule your email, you can send it out to a bunch of people. There's coding on a lot of those platforms so that you can actually tailor the messages for it to say their first name without you actually having to type it for 500 people, let's say. And so what I mean by that is when someone signs up for your email newsletter list, you'll always want to make sure you collect their first name, potentially their last name, and then of course their email address. And then in the email marketing platform you choose, there's actually coding where you can insert the first name. And so instead of you typing out 500 emails, if you have 500 subscribers, and individually saying, hi, Selena, or hi, Sarah, the email marketing platform will do it automatically for you which just makes your life so much easier. The email marketing platform we like to use at Recloseted is MailerLite, and this is not sponsored, but I find that MailerLite is really, really user-friendly and it's really great for brands just starting out because the price point is reasonable, you can build up your subscribers quite easily, and they also have really great automation sequences. Going into automation sequences, This is something you can set up in MailerLite. And what you can do is I would set up a welcome series automation where for everyone that subscribes and opts into your opt-in in a landing page and they put in their name and their email address in the back end, so in the back end of MailerLite, for every time someone joins a group in MailerLite, you can make it so that that email is automatically sent out with your opt-in And then that way you don't have to monitor every single time when someone signs up for your opt-in and manually send them the PDF or the quiz results or whatever you decide to do. So that can save you a lot of time. And for brands we work with, we always set up a welcome series for them so that they can save that time. Other automation sequences you might want to set up is potentially a cart abandonment series. So if your customer is on your website and they put something in their cart, and they don't actually check out, well, you can actually send them an email and say, hey, Selena, did you forget this sweater? Make sure you purchase it before we're all out. And that can definitely help with your conversion rate as well. Again, you can set up these automation sequences quite easily in MailerLite, and we will have a link for it down below. I hope that this quick episode was helpful for you, but Just remember that it is really important for you to start to own your customers' data and you can't just rely on social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok to market your brand. I 100% want you to be on those platforms, but you'll always want to just be mindful of being able to convert those customers or those community members into customer data that you own, so aka emails. And remember that you can do that through the opt-in and you just want to be promoting your opt-in on whatever platform you're on. I wouldn't promote it every day, but maybe let's say a couple times a month to really make sure that you're starting to get people over to your email list. And then you always want to think about your email strategy, right? So you want to think about your content strategy. You really want to think about how you can add value and be a brand where people actually get excited about their emails versus just deleting it or just marking it as spam or unsubscribing. Last but not least, make sure you set up any automation sequences so that your life can be so much more easier. And you can do that easily on MailerLite. The link again is down below. 
Today's episode was brought to you by our Recloseted Business Consulting Services. If you need help increasing your sales, growing and scaling your brand, then make sure you look into our business consulting services. Not only do we help you with your email strategy and everything we've been talking about in this module, but zooming out, we help you with your marketing strategy in general and really educating and sharing with you what platforms you should be on, how you can be really maximizing that data. And we also really help you with your sales strategy as well. So looking into your sales funnel, seeing how you can increase traffic to your site, seeing how you can increase your conversion rate, and then of course, really being able to set yourself up for success so that you can grow and scale your brand. Not only do we teach you all the strategies, but we also help you as an entrepreneur as well to focus your time and figure out how you can start to delegate and delete items off your list so that as you grow and scale, you're not burning out, but rather you are setting yourself up for success and you're building also a team around you that is able to help you really take your brand to the next level. If you're interested in growing your sales or scaling your business this year, make sure you check out our business consulting services. The link to do so is recloseted.com consulting. And at that link, you can book a discovery call with me where we will chat about your challenges and really see if it's a fit to work together. If you're interested in increasing your sales or scaling your brand, make sure you take action and book that discovery call ASAP because we are getting super bombarded and busy with our consulting services right now. And we will be closing doors until July and at which point prices are going to increase as well. So make sure you get in this time around if you're interested. And again, the link is recloseted.com slash consulting, and it's also in the show notes. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.